You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Inside Access with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 105.7 The Fan. Yes, you know what that music means. It's pre-TMI. It's time to get goofy. Yes, this is where we throw pop culture and sports references from the 1980s at T-Bone and see if he knows any of them. Today, Jason will give the first three. I will give the next three. So, Jason, get it started. And what does he get? He gets one phone a friend with uh, Stoney oh, for no. each of us? I, it's a phone a balone. Phone a balone. Phone a balone phone for each. All right, Would you like to phone a balloon? <laughs> the answer to that is always yeah. yes. I'm not the only one that phones a balloon. That's a, yeah. Rumor has it. He's yeah. a big hangout guy. He is. Bone. Who was Mr. Yuck? Who was Mr. Yuck? Cartoon character on Captain Chesapeake on Channel 45. 80s WWF wrestler who threw fake vomit from the ring. What a great idea. How does that make sense? Huh? Well, it's pretty yuck. Vomit's yucky. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't my shtick. Uh, a popular 1980s sticker or the nickname for the owner of Yuck Yuck's Comedy Club at Harbor Place. Who was Mr. Yuck? Stone got in my ear and said he knows it, so I guess so, I'll phone Wait, wait, is that allowed? That's a legal use of the stone. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't Why would you that put that that's out there, Tim? No, it's between that's us. That's a legal hey, use of the hey, stone. It's between us. Hey. Time out, one at a time, one at a time. This is, this is, uh... Wait a minute. I created this game. That's, that's illegal. <laughs> That, you know what? You know what happens now? You don't get to use a stone. Oh, you, no, you get no, no balloons. No, you get no, no phone a balloon with me. No. I, if anything, I am known as a man of integrity. So well, I, I had to say that he said something. I that's think good I of you to come clean, but yes, balloon, that's dirty I, pool. Yes, Stone, in the future, I have to ask him what he likes to... It's his strategy. You can't I, tell him. Yeah, would you like to phone a balloon? I, I, I didn't sworn. know the rules. I oh, come on. It's implied. I... I think I should still get a phone of baloning your three questions, though. Yes, would you I'll, like? I'll consider that. Okay, I'll consider. Well, you're okay. burning it here. All right, what you're g- give, give it again. It's oh not C. Whatever the Mr. Yuck character on Captain Chesapeake, the WWF wrestler who threw fake vomit from the ring, uh, a sticker, or uh, the nickname for the owner of Yuck Yuck's Comedy Club at Harbor Place. I'm gonna go Captain Chesapeake character. Mr. Yuck theme song. You don't remember this, Gigi? Mr. Yuck is me. Like, everything below Mr. the kitchen sink in your house didn't have a Mr. Yuck oh, sticker yeah, yeah, on it? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the guy with his it eyes was like, green. Yeah. It was a circle. Yeah. yeah. I and he was like, 
I remember Mr. I, Young. I think I still have those in my house. It was all over my house. Yeah. My house was plastered with these things yeah. in like the late 70s, so, early 80s. So who is Mr. Yuck? He was like what the is? guy, like if you saw a Mr. Yuck sticker on don't something, drink don't it. drink it. Yes. Like, no, that's not a Capri Sun. That's bleach. Oh, so it's kind of like a warning for yeah, kids. Yeah, for kids. Yeah. And then that was the scary Mr. Yuck song, which right. it really gets even more deviant if you let it go. Honestly, that's a great idea. Yeah, let's continue. I think I, th- I was worried about this one because I thought he might still be around. Yeah. Yucking it up, I've never, as it were. Never heard of it. Yeah, there it is. St- yeah, you've never seen well, that? I, yeah, I have seen that, actually. I yeah, have Mr. Yuck. That. Mr. Yuck. Bone, who was Timer? Who was Timer? An 80s cartoon character who taught kids how to tell time. Uh, Blair's boyfriend on Facts of Life. Great show. Swatch Watch mascot from the 1980s. Or an 80s cartoon character who loved dairy products. Who was Timer? That was kind of illegal. Yeah, you need that. That just defeats the purpose. When you spin around in the chair and you look at him and he shakes his head no, that's cheating. You You did it right in front of us. You look at me and I say, would you like to phone a balloon? You don't get a a phone a balloon with me. That's two strikes and you're out. That's fine. Who was timer, damn it? It takes three. Um, I'm going to go with the watch mascot. Phone. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, howdy, partner. Time for timer. Do you ever get that hungry feeling after school? Boy, I do. I'm so hungry, I could eat a wagon wheel. When I'm slow on the draw and I need something to chaw, I hanker for a hunk of cheese. When my this ten my gallon hats are feeling five gallons flat, I you, that, that does nothing for you? So it's a cartoon character. It's a cartoon character who hankered for a hunk of cheese. Yeah, yeah he would like come in like before cartoons Saturday mornings and like try to get you to like eat healthy. And he's a watch? No, he's not a watch, but no. he's called Timer. He wore like a weird thing around his neck. It's kind of like pre-Flavor Flav. Yeah. I feel like he may have had a big clock around his neck, and they called him Timer. You heard him referenced in the song. And he would like it was like these vignettes that would be between cartoons. Just to be clear, he wore a big clock around his neck. Hmm. Yeah, and he was Timer, and he hankered for a hunk of cheese. Question three. I'm pretty sure they timer. kept him around for a long time. Bone, who is Sonny Askew? Who is Sonny Askew? She's the greatest athlete in Essex Community College history. Is the leading scorer for the Tigers back when they were known as Towson State. Was he Coppin State point guard who got drafted into the NBA? Or was he the sixth man on those legendary Dunbar basketball teams that won back-to-back national championships in the 80s? I'm going to go with Dunbar. Good afternoon. I'm Jim McKay speaking to you from our commentary position. This should be a very exciting game. We know it is an important game for both teams. The Washington Diplomats have already clinched the spot in the playoffs. The LA Aztecs haven't, although both teams are in second place in their respective divisions. Moving over to Washington, I also touched briefly on the remarkable 22-year-old from Baltimore, Essex Community College, Sonny Askew. How the Sonny hell Askew am I going to get Sonny Askew's the I mean, greatest soccer the, player from Baltimore. I got to be honest, I didn't know who that what was. The He's, he, he played four <laughs> times. He's capped four times, played nationally for, wow. for the no, LA Aztecs. No, who I never for, the heard US, of for, for the U.S. national team. Come yeah. on, dude. Huh? You don't know who Sonny Askew is, no, then, you, you, then you're not, you, you are from Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. You are a poser. I'm not, I'm not from Philadelphia. This is what happens when you I'm spend your here. formative years in a boarding school. No, no this is what happens when I don't give a damn about soccer. Sonny Askew's an absolute legend. Played for the Blast, played indoor, mm. played for the U.S. national I, team. I know Paul Kitson. With all played played with Johan Cruyff with the uh, with, I, with I, the I, Washington I, Diplomats. I, I do not think that's a major You know who knew this one? That was your team. You know who knew this one? Who? Joe. Joe LaCroix knew this one. Whatever, dude. 
I did not with know all, that. With all due respect to CCBC Essex, which I have been on that campus numerous Think times. Think about, though, that's Jim McKay on national television, yes. on Wide World of Sports, yeah. and NASL broadcast right mm. at the top, and they're talking about Sonny Askew. It's a, it's a big deal. It's beautiful. Whatever. It's okay. a big deal. It is a big right. deal. My yeah. turn. That's fine. Let's I, get I started. Him. I mean, what, what the heck? And, and remember. You should know who Sonny Askew is. Don't ever forget. Don't don't look at him. Ken didn't even. Look at me. Ken doesn't know anything. Yeah, that's right. Ken doesn't know anything. He was in Philadelphia yeah. for most of the 80s. Who is Alex English? Is he a great 80s sitcom star? The lead singer of Foreigner? A great, M- a great NBA player or none of the above? Foreigner. Jesus. McAdoo has only four points in this ballgame. This is sad. Oh, score Alex English. I tell you, he is so smooth. Alex English is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. One of the greatest sharpshooters of the 80s. Yeah. Uh, Bone, did you know that? The no, I was I'm a no good on that one. I know Mr. Yuck, that's about it. Okay. Here's the next one. Who is Alan Trammell? Played a reoccurring role in James Bond movies. I feel like I know this name. You better know this. Yeah, I think I know this name. An MLB baseball player, an original ESPN anchor, or none of the above. It's B or C. Wow. This should be an automatic, I feel like. I B. MLB. Shaw ready, kicks and deals. Here's a swing, and there's another drive to left. It's deep. That's the 84 and this World Series. Yes. You know who was there? Sonny Askew. No, he was too busy <laughs> capping, <laughs> repping the USA and getting caps against Ecuador. Okay, finally. <laughs> know your history. Who is Steve Largent? Did he receiver, play? Hall of Fame receiver. Thank Seahawks, thank you. Yeah. I'll take it back. It is second down and 12, Seattle at the Bears 32. Didn't mark Largent gloves. in motion. <laughs> You, you knew one, you guessed one right, and you got one wrong. Did very well. I, I knew. You thought he might. Alan Trammell might have been an ESPN you weren't sure. I, I. You said B or C. Yeah, I got it right. It's a poor showing. You did get to hear the hanker for a hunk of cheese song. Yeah, though, that, so that, that makes it. That makes the segment right that, there. That was very. And good. was that a big deal, Ken? What's that, Hank? The, I got to be honest. Jason's today. I I, yeah, I, I knew cuts. I knew Mr. Yuck. He, he he was in a boarding school. Timer, he didn't live like normal people. Like I sort of knew who Timer was. Oh my god! I still don't know who Sonny Askew yeah. is. Let's talk monitor about monitor the text. All no. oh, right. Timer and Mr. Yuck were on national TV yeah. for like twenty. Monitor straight the test for but, Sonny Askew, please. Let's talk about CCS soccer player. Yeah. With all due respect, he's the greatest soccer player from Baltimore. It's the World Cup. You should you should have known. You should have known. Now you know. You should be aware of what's happening at. You'll never soccer. speak <laughs> ill of Sonny Askew again or pretend you don't know who he is or what he accomplished. Tim, if you right. learned one lesson today, pay attention to community college soccer. <laughs> it, and hanker for a hunk of cheese. Coming up next, uh, we go from pre-TMI to TMI. And T-Bone, what you got? We're going to keep this discussion going. Sonny Askew? No. Oh. Sonny Askew? 80s, 90s. You guys are, what, 20 years older than me, yeah. give or take. Yeah. Ish. So, uh, different generation, give. different era. I, when we get back, I'll tell you reasons why I wish I grew up in the 80s, 90s, and why I would have really struggled. That's next on Inside Access. Inside Access. 
Hot takes from the guy behind the glass. I'm in a glass case of emotion. TMI with TIM. TMI. TMI, my friends. Inside Access. 1057 The Fan. Yeah, it's T-Bone time. TMI with TIM. And T-Bone, the floor is yours. So we do pre-TMI every week. Every other week, you guys... Give me major pop culture. Educate uh, you. That's very like, like Sunny. What was educate you? Sunny you should know your history. CCBC Essex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You're a disappointment on many levels, Gigi. Yeah, thank you. Major is. Very Any, anybody loose. comment on Sunny? Ask you on the test line there, uh, uh, Stone. We got one? nothing. <laughs> but because they because yeah because they know I'm right. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah. The silence is speaking to you being right. You're correct. No, because you're yeah, wrong. Yeah yeah. yeah. So I was born in 1995, you guys, give or take, 20 years older. So a different generation, different era, and got me thinking. Saying, self, you know, growing up in the 80s, growing up in the 90s. Do you so call yourself it, Bone when you say self? No. No. Okay. No. But Have you ever up, referred to yourself as Bone in third person since we bestowed it upon you? I can't say I have. I would I, like for I, you to. I yeah. really don't use. This needs to get started. I really don't use third person at all. I know, but when it's, you do, go bone. Go bone. Yeah, go, embrace go the bone. bone. Embrace the bone. Lean embrace into the bone. the bone. That's a bumper sticker. So embrace I, the bone. I think all in all, I would have liked to have grown up in your guys' generation. Just seems like I don't know, simpler time. Yeah, I, it's, I just it was good pre pre social media because social media as a, as a whole kind of sucks. Cell phones. I mean, double edged sword. We'll get to that in a few, yeah. but. Not everyone has their phone taking pictures of you. I, I think doing radio back in the day had to be nuts. I mean, just hearing stories from, you know, old Chuck Box or whatever. Just the crazy stuff that you could get get away with. Um, first off, inflation doesn't necessarily match back then to now. That's a whole other story. But things that I wouldn't like will go here. No GPS. I don't know how you guys did it. Yeah, it sucked. I don't know how you guys did it. I I remember growing up and printing out the map quest. Oh, yeah. But even prior to map quest, so what what year could you guys drive? Oh, your maps. Maps were What year was I? I turned 16 in 91. There's, yeah, there's no way. 90? There's, I I didn't get my, so I was going to prep school. I did not get my license, I think, until 88, though I could have in 86. Seven? Like Ken, how are you getting to Philly? There's I, my father was know. driving me. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Like it's just yeah, but yeah. I'm saying college, when, when, college. when he wasn't on the when he uh, wasn't in the Wyman Industries helicopter. Yes, I mean, something it, then. Yes, I have to just, yes. just getting to a friend's house who just got like a place. Like it's over, it's done, and then it goes two folds here. Uh, well, well, can I stop you there? The old map quest. Did, now, maps were. Pain in the ass, but map quest. I'm gonna say in five miles, do this, and you're like, <laughs> Yeah, well, when do I know? Right, right. how do I know it's yeah, been yeah, five yeah, miles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No idea. Well, yeah. did you remember? But even before that, I can remember like when we were going to visit Syracuse and drive up there for college, going to the trip. They used to have a triple A store like at um, where Stebbins Anderson is. Why am I blanking out on the name? Uh, the, Kenilworth, the, Kenilworth, yeah. And going there, and you would tell them, like, I'm going from this is our home address, and I'm going to Syracuse University. And they would print you out this booklet, and you would flip the page. Yeah. It was like a stencil notebook, but it was thin. And it, we would flip, like, you would go 30 miles and flip the page, and then it would show you the map for, like, the next 30 miles. And I remember doing that for the first time and being like, holy bleep, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, man, what did they do before this? Oh, the, maps were awful. The other thing is pre-cell phone, where 
obviously you lose the communication. Keep a there, quarter but, in your pocket, brother. But but it goes for the GPS here. Like you get to a place. If someone is running late, how long do you wait for them? Yes. For like a friend. You have to. Le- well, you have to. Leaving. You have no choice. If they said they're coming. Right. If they've left their house, you're in limbo. You you have to wait. They, they said they're coming. But that's my point. Because like, then if you if, if he gets there or she gets there and you've left, how do they get in touch with you? No, I know. And that's miserable. Like, how yeah. do you do that? And then the whole payphone thing, I, I genuinely don't know how it works. I mean, I young, I remember payphones, but let's just say you're at Syracuse. Like, what number do you dial for the payphone? At um, Syracuse, if someone's calling you. Well, you would sometimes, you'd, you'd hit the thing for the operator, and you'd say, will they accept the collect yes, call? Yes, collect call. Yeah. Or they'd give you, like, my dad gave me I had me a, a card I where, had with a, a code that had a certain amount of money on yeah. it, and then when it ran out, you had to get another I one. I had a long distance, like, I had an MCI calling card. Yeah, like, exactly. It, we, we live in a weird world now where... All the long distance calls are free on the yeah. cell phone, but back in the day, you had to pay for long distance calls. They were extra. Like I can remember, so I went to Europe for the first time oh, in the like, late nineties. Yeah, and I went early nineties. My my buddy who was picking me up over there, who was living in Berlin, let's just say his like he wasn't timely. You know what I mean? He would lose track. Like, he's supposed to pick me up from the airport, <laughs> but like I knew how he was. <coughs> and he didn't have a cell phone. That's miserable. And I don't even know that he had, he was staying at somebody else's house, and I don't even know if he knew the number there. And like I can remember before I left, I'm like, dude, I have this calling card. I'll call my vo- my like voicemail in Detroit and leave it for you. And like if you're going to be late, I'll tell you like where I'm waiting. Like and literally, I think he called like my friend Renee, and he called my voicemail, and like we eventually connected. Like I'm over at the Lufthansa thing. My my baggage never Lufthansa. came. Lufthansa or whatever. But like literally, that's what that's what like that was like the intermediary because I had no way to contact yeah, him, just, and it was it was pre. Um, it was a different time. It was time. pre-email. That's, it was pre-cell phone. Yeah. Another thing that would have really bugged me growing up, smoking. First of all, oh, I, 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 always, smoke. I always chuckle every time I fly when they have the no smoking light oh, in an well, airplane. Like, like, there, 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 there used to be little ashtrays yeah. on the handle Older of the planes chair. used to still have the ashtrays <laughs> no, in the yeah. I know. I know. Like, what, uh, there's... Hey, because the back of the plane you could yes. smoke like that would oh. prevent. The oh yeah, plane. right. It's yeah, got right. like a force field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holds it's it not killing everybody. No. <laughs> just the people in the back. We're in a giant Tylenol. The, the cigarette smoke's not going to get up. And, to me. and you guys bring it up from a sports perspective, where Monday Night Football, you're seeing all the highlights. Then it's just I feel like there had to be so much less knowledge of opposing teams. Oh right? yeah, the yeah. other teams in the NFL, MLB, there was no ESPN, yeah, like you it is now. Anything and, and and even you can go further with the internet and the instantaneous news. Not even sports news, just news in general. I mean, that's just you could go years without seeing and certain NFL teams crazy. unless you went to a sports bar that had the old school satellite <laughs> on the roof. Well, you could go years without seeing NFL teams. Baseball wise. You didn't see the National League except for the All-Star Game. And if you're lucky, the NBC Game of the Week. Or, or Baltimore, Monday Night Baseball yeah, yeah, or yeah. Saturday NBC but, Doubleheader. But like you, that was it. That was like, yeah, that's when you saw the National League. That's, and and did they air all 162 for the no, Orioles? For the no, Orioles. No, that's what I thought. No, not no, even no, close. No, no. Not even close. No. Like over 100? or No. Really? No. All the games were on the radio. Yeah, but yeah no, not on TV. Not on TV. I think like Channel Two had games, and yeah. then you had Super, Super TV, TV which games. became HTS. But yeah. you had to be able to have cable, and cable didn't come to the city until like the early '90s. So, oh yeah. Mm. I, so I feel like all in all, though, I, I it would be in- Stone. Would you want to grow up in the '80s or '90s? 
He looks like he, he looks like he grew yeah, up in the 80s. Like, like I, I just think I'd be about it, dude. I would drop the cell phone and the internet today and go back. But GPS wise, like uh, that's probably my biggest character flaw. My red flag as a person, just lack of direction. Like, would you have been able to do that? I think so. I think I could. I could easily acclimate. Okay. Would you guys? You're I would not want to grow up now when my kids are gone. I want no part of this. That's a weird world. Uh -uh. Okay. I I like. Though I will tell you, we are running a little late, but I will tell you. So my grandfather used to spend winters in St. Petersburg, Florida, and we'd visit him. My brother was nine years old. He took him to Bush Gardens in Tampa. Saw how much the tickets were and didn't want to buy two tickets, so he handed him five dollars, bought one ticket to Bush Gardens, and sent a nine-year-old kid into Bush Gardens no. by himself. <laughs> True story. Well, that wasn't That's, smart then either. Yeah, no, I mean, no, kids no. were getting abducted <laughs> left and right. When, like, when, they, when they got home, and my grandmother asked, "How was your day?" and he said, "It was great, Grandma." And she said, "Well, how did Grandpa like?" He just he sat outside and read a book. She said, "What? Where were you?" I was. Dennis went down. I didn't. I, I uh, might have been in boarding school, uh, but like Dennis went. To Bush Gardens, he befriended a family, and they bought him lunch. But he he sent him. <laughs> Wait, he didn't even give him lunch money. He gave him five dollars. Five. Oh, I thought that was to get in. That was no, that no. was to he eat. He bought his ticket. He, oh, he refused then gave to buy $5. two tickets, and then gave him five dollars. You're lucky. Dennis is still here to yeah. run Wineman Industries. Yes, right. That would have been you. Yeah, I think it might have fallen on me. I bet you Dennis knows who Sonny Askew yeah. is. No, he, Dennis has no clue who Sonny Askew is. Dennis doesn't know sports. He knows hey. Baltimore. <laughs> I'll text him. Hey, coming up next, the. Well, we will recap Monday Night Football. We have a new home for Baker Mayfield, and a GM has been fired. It's League at Large next year on The Fan. Inside. 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 Access. With Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman. Inside Access to the National Football League. Zone for a touchdown. NFL insider Jason Lockonfora, Ravens insider Ken Wyman. Joining us now, the former Hall of Fame coach Bill Cowher, Boomer Esiason, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay. The league at large. Brought to you by Valor Home. If you're in need of a new roof, siding, or windows, get 50% off all roofing and siding materials. Buy two windows and get one free. Plus, make no payments until 2024. Call 833-83-VALOR or online at ValorHome.com. 105.7 The Fan. Four-man front, Brady back, cocks his arm, a lot of congestion, throws a pass, caught by the rookie running back at the goal line, spins, dives, touchdown, Rashad White. Touchdown pass by Brady. They've tied the game. My favorite Kevin player Arlen in the NFL, on the call. Rashad White. Uh, they get the extra point from Ryan Suckup, and the Buccaneers defeat the Saints 17 to 16. That's my guy. They, they scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. They were down 16 3 with a little over five minutes to go. When he punted from midfield, I thought it was over. And Mark Ingram. And you saw Brady did not want to come off the field. No. Mark Ingram had, catches a swing pass on third and like seven. And he looks like he's got an easy first down. He came out injured early. But yeah, in the he also looked like he died earlier in the game. Yeah, so, so why is like, he in there? Yeah. Why is he, he has a first down, but he runs out of bounds a yeah. yard short. They don't get the first down. They punt, and then the next thing you know, the Buccaneers score. Dennis on Allen does not win football games. No, he, he is does not. not in the business of winning football games as an NFL head He coach. is not good, Tim. Couldn't do it in Oakland. Ain't no. doing it in New Orleans. Yeah, this is this looks like it might not be a long-term marriage for Dennis Allen in New Orleans. The Buccaneers defeat the Saints 17-16. The Bucs are 6 The and GOAT, six. though. Got to give the GOAT his due. Yeah, he was terrible for three and a half quarters. Woo! I was going to say, that offense was it's abysmal. bad. It is bad. So the Bucks win. But Rashad White's good. Yeah, helped you win a parlay. Uh, Bucks 
they are going to run away with that bad division. But we I don't have know about a, run away with it, but they're going to win yeah, it. Yeah, who else is going to make any noise? Atlanta, Carolina. You don't think they'll slip up and lose? To, I mean, <sighs> they, they, they lost to Carolina already. They they should have lost to New Orleans last night. They would have probably lost to Atlanta if they didn't get that uh, the roughing the, 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 rough the passer call. But right? They that got was the it. call. Was that the call that got the the Stony Baloney off the Schneid? I think it was. Yeah, think, that was the, that was the it, first one you finally won, right? Yeah, that was the Balon. I um, believe so. Yeah. But that bump's long gone. So, no, I mean, I don't think they're going to run away with it. They're going to win it. Uh, they'll win the division. Uh, let's go to a couple other things. Baker Mayfield claimed by the Rams. You like it? No. Are I mean, I guess he's better than Wolford or whatever. Yeah. They kept him away from Kyle Shanahan. Not that Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers are. Like, they might have signed him to their practice squad. But, like, they're going to, you know, this Purdy thing is is legit. Um, at least, they're, you know, they're going to stick with it. Yeah. They're going to try to make it work. Um, no, I don't think Baker Mayfield is any good. Go ahead, Tim. I was just going to say it's an odd move because it just seems like they're playing out the string at this point. I get it. They don't have their draft picks because, you know, they're in Detroit. FM picks. Yeah, I, a weird move. The Rams, are, the Rams are three and nine. One other note. F them dubs, too. Yeah. They ain't getting too many of them yeah. these days. John Robinson, the GM of the ten- Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are right now leading the AFC South. I think they're the only team over the last six years to to finish every year over 500. Yeah. But he's made some questionable moves. Traded a 2-4 and a four for Julio Jones. Traded A.J. Brown. Uh, they, they, they got blown out. The, by the Eagles Sunday Something and AJ Brown. fishy there, though. To fire it him seems now like there's more, right? Odd. Um, it shocked people around the league. Look, I, I think he and Vrabel had been a little bit at loggerheads, and Vrabel's going to come out of this with more power, whether they hire from the outside or whether they promote, you know, Ryan Calden and some of the other, or, you know, Monty Ossoford. They've got a couple guys there who have interviewed for jobs before, but I think the winner in this will be Vrabel Sonny in terms you. of more power. Um and that ownership, like, it's a weird ownership group there, man. It, it just is. Uh, I, I mean, I, look, I'm not going to tell you John Robinson was the best GM in the league, but, like, firing him now is some, something's up. It doesn't make it's, any it's sense. Gotta, it, it has it's to gotta be, be him and Vrabel. Yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense at all. And I'm with you, Ken. He's made questionable. But back-to-back division titles. They're going to win a division title again this the year. The Tannehill trade turned out pretty good. He gave nothing for that yeah, guy. Yeah. And He's taking him to the playoffs every year. And to do it in week 14 is puzzling. Like, it's one thing if they lose in the playoffs and, okay, we want to get to the next level. He's taking us to this point. But why now? It is odd. It's inside access here on a uh, overcast Tuesday here in Charm City. It's now dark early, as we always do. We, we enjoy that in December. Uh, coming up next, we hit the O's hot stove. And, and there's been signings today. Nothing major from the Orioles, but they did make a couple moves. They announced a move as well and some money for uh, um, you know, Kyle Gibson, a little bit more than we expected. But we'll see what, the, what we th- are thinking about with the O's and the hot stove. That's next here on The Fan. Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman on The Fan. Before you hear it anywhere else, get inside access to breaking news. Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman. 1057 The Fan. It is hot stove season, and the winter meetings are going on. We've seen Josh Jacobs, uh, Josh Jacobs, uh, uh, Josh Bell sign a two-year deal with the Guardians for thirty-three million. A guy that might have been on the Orioles' radar, yeah. Andrew Andrew Haney, 
signs a two-year deal, which is worth uh, 25, 25 could be worth up to 40 with some incentives. He signs with the Rangers, which uh, I had heard this morning. Are I they done now? Yeah, they said they were looking for another starter, which put them in the Bassett and, and tie-on mix. But now with Haney, maybe that takes them out, and maybe the Orioles are able to get one of those second-tier guys. Yeah, or, you know, Radon's still out there. Like, you know. We'll see. You see him throwing 180 at Redone? Is he definitely going to get that? I don't know. I don't know. The guys are going. Like, if that was there, I mean, are you sure that that's not agent posturing? I don't know. It could be. I just think he's getting well over $100 million. I don't know. These guys got it. They got it. I don't know if those are the waters they're ready to swim in yet. Yeah, Yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, we we have to kind of let this play out. There's obviously been... Some people who I think have kind of gone overboard about what liftoff is or what liftoff isn't after Mike Elias's comments to um, the assembled media at the winter meetings in San Diego yesterday. I, I still firmly believe liftoff or takeoff to me has always meant two to three significant acquisitions, talent acquisitions that that or or extensions that require spending the magnitude we haven't seen around here in about a decade. And whether that's via trade or whether that's a trade and a free agent signing or whether that's extending an Adley Rutschman and making a trade and signing, you know, a, a tier B free, a second tier free agent, I think two two to three things like that need to happen for it to meet my threshold of what I thought he was implying when he made the original comments and frankly what I think they're capable of doing from a mean standpoint as an organization. Completely agree, and I I feel the exact same after Michael Elias clarifying those comments about liftoff. They are in the fight. It's go time now. Now opens their competitive window, and they're going to spend. They're going to give out a multi-year, multiple multi-year deals to uh, free agents. Michael Elias has yet to give out a contract yeah, if, more than one year. If memory serves, the last multi-year deals were Andrew Kashner and Alex, Alex Cobb. Cobb. Yeah, Correct. so it's been a minute. Yeah, it has, and... It, 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 him meeting with the media yesterday, it's abundantly clear they're going to sign another starting pitcher or trade for another yes. starting pitcher. They want to get a left-handed bat. He was saying everything that's up for grabs. And you mentioned this to Rock when we had him on earlier in the show. I did find the Ramon Urias comments interesting. Me too. Him saying, and I get it, how the roster's constructed. It's December 6th, but... Him going to get the bulk of the games at second. A lot can change between now and opening day, but I did find that interesting. Well, and if that ends up being the case, and we know Gunner is going to play third every day, and I don't think they're upgrading off of Jorge Mateo, so Jorge Mateo is playing short. Um, you know, what does that mean for Joey Ortiz? What does that mean for Taron Vavra? What does that mean for Connor Norby? What does that mean for Jordan Westberg? I mean, I took that comment as... We're we're okay at second base. So if you are another team that we're talking to in trade and you like any of those four prospects I just rattled off, why don't you come and get them? Why don't we make something happen? Like that's how I took it as he's kind of letting the market know that like we've our infield's kind of set. Like we're not really in those waters, right? We're looking for starting pitching. We're looking for relief help a little bit. We're looking for a corner outfield slash DH slash first base bat, preferably left handed. I would say preferably switch hitting Brian Reynolds. And they have 
the abundance of prospects in their farm system. Number one farm system in baseball. Mike Elias didn't shy away from not saying they want to give away these guys, like Elias said, but they're willing to part with them if they get uh, the compensation back uh, player-wise in return. And he also said for some of these free agents that received a qualifying offer, them forfeiting their third round pick is not going to prohibit them from making that move, which I think is another good sign. No, I'm expecting some aggressiveness. You didn't like Josh Bell at all, Jason. I I thought that could have been interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind it. I wouldn't have minded it. Um, but I wasn't sort of fixated on it. You know, it wasn't one of the... He wasn't a top priority for me, but I thought, okay, this is a guy that can help them. And, and he, what, he's a switch hitter, isn't he? A, a guy that can do a lot of things. I, I would be more into somebody who can give them more flexibility. Like, I'm trying to I'm trying to upgrade off Austin Hayes. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to do, right, mm-hmm. if I'm the GM. And that doesn't solve that riddle for me. You know what I mean? That's why if, if I'm going that route... Like, can I get Conforto on a one-year deal and play him at left and move him around? Um, you know, Bell, You're, I mean, he's a first baseman. Yeah. He's first base DH. That's really it. I mean, you could put him in right field the way they used to put Trey Mancini in right field. But, like, I, I'm looking for a different sort of skill set, a different sort of athlete. And them signing Josh Bell, and I get that Mount Castle didn't have a great year last year. I mean, what does that mean for him? And well, well, he had a hard luck year, year, I would also yeah, say. Like he, yeah. he had, but he didn't hit them. No, that, that's my point. I, I just think if you sign a Josh Bell, what but is that? What I think the Orioles would look at. I think the Orioles would look at Ryan Mountcastle's season and say, if you duplicate, like, okay, does he need to still not chase as much? Sure, but like, if you duplicate. That number of at bats and that hard hit rate and that many barrels, your your batting average on balls in play is going to like there are things that are going to regress to the mean. If you keep producing that sort of hard contact, it's going to play in a better way. Like it won't you won't have that much bad luck again the following season. That's how I think they would interpret it. It's possible. Yeah, I just I was, and again, I I like I I like Ryan Mountcastle. I just down the stretch was not it was not a pretty watch for him at the plate. Hey, coming up next here on the show, a little purple rain in the forecast. What is the offensive identity for the Baltimore Ravens? Do they have an offensive identity? We're going to tell you next here on the fan. Inside access with Jason and Ken. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 